0: The American deserves to be a Power 5 conference, and I will die on this hill. Welcome back, everybody, to the Center of College Football. I am your host, Jeffrey Calhoun, recording, as always, from the Center of College Football. And after a bit of a break, I am here to talk about my way-too-early predictions for the American conference, the best group of five conference in the country by a landslide. And every once in a while, they manage to be better than a couple of the Power 5 conferences as well. I'm excited to talk about where this team's going to be this upcoming year. They got a bunch of teams that I really think could contend in Power 5 conferences. So let's go ahead and get started uh, with my last place finisher for the upcoming season. That's going to be, in my opinion, the Temple Owls. Temple did not have a great season last year. They had a win against South Florida by two. They only played seven games as they didn't play a non-conference schedule and their game against Cincinnati got canceled. And this just recruiting... Returning production isn't great for them. They're second to last in the American in recruiting. Um, Their returning production number. They're last in the conference and sixth to last in the country, 125th in the nation. This isn't looking good for Temple. Uh, they have an FCS game, and they also have Akron. But Akron's looking up. I mean, this doesn't look all that great for Temple this year. I see them going about 2-10. Not much better than that, in my opinion. Coming in tenth place is gonna be Navy, in my opinion. Navy was a team that I, looking back, thought was better than they really were. Um, you know, I remember them being okay, um, but then I looked back at their record and they only finished three and seven on the year. Uh, they lost five straight after starting out three and two. How they beat Tulane and East Carolina, I'm not exactly sure but they got beaten by some pretty bad opponents. Uh, Houston wasn't all that great. Air Force was mediocre at best. And their returning production is, you know, they're sitting at 80th in the nation, um, 6th in the American right smack dab in the middle. It's mediocre, uh, but they're ninth in the conference in their recruiting class. They haven't really been the same since Malcolm Perry left. And sadly, I really don't see this team doing all that much this year. I mean, they out the gate automatically have two non-conference games that are going to be tough like they do every year in Air Force and um, Army, who they play in every year. They got Notre Dame there too. Marshall, who, yeah, we'll see uh, how they do. I don't think they're going to be great, but I think they're going to be better than Navy. So kind of a bummer for the midshipmen. Coming in ninth place, I have South Florida. South Florida was arguably the worst team in the nation as well as the american last year uh this team was just all around just trash they went one and eight they only beat the citadel i mean even teams like east carolina temple houston who were bad to hot garbage they couldn't beat but they have a decent recruiting class Coming in, fifth in the American, which isn't half bad. Uh, they're only behind the powerhouses of Cincinnati, Memphis, SMU, and UCF. So I think they're going to be good in a few years. Um, I see them getting maybe two wins on the season. Uh, two and ten, I think, is a fair margin. Again, this is a tough conference. Plus, they play UCF every year with them being pretty massive rivals. You know, their schedule lines up nicely, I guess. Uh, they got Florida A&M. Uh, in the non-conference, I got Temple. I got Houston, who I don't think are going to be great, but I don't see them getting much past two and ten, as they do have some tough non-conference games in NC State, Florida, and BYU. They got SMU on the road. They got Cincinnati. I, I think they're going to show some promise. Um, you know, I think they're going to be able to build for the future, but I don't think anything's going to hit that well this year. Eighth place finisher, in my opinion, I think is going to be the Houston Cougars. Houston hasn't been great really since Derek King left Uh, last year. Looked like it was going to be okay, then they went three and five, uh, which wasn't great. Again, Derek King left partway through the twenty nineteen season, where they went two and eight, or sorry, four and eight, and they they do have a nice non conference schedule. I will say they got Texas Tech, who. I don't think it's gonna be great. They got Rice, who we don't really have much of a sample size from last year. Grambling State, who is an FCS team. And they got UConn. I think they can string together a couple wins here, but just, I I don't think they're going to be able to get that many wins here. Um, I mean, you know, I I don't think Dana Dana Holgerson has done, the job that people have expected, I think he's going to be on a big hot seat this year. Um, you know, their recruiting class is, eh, I guess seventh in the American. You know, this team could be better. Um, I'd like to see them be better, but I just I don't see it uh, in how tough this conference is this year. Coming in at seventh place, I have Tulane, and I really think this is kind of where the tier list goes from bad to decent. Uh, Tulane has a murderous, I mean murderous, schedule next year. It's not exactly the kindest to them. They got Oklahoma, Ole Miss, and UAB in the non-conference. They got SMU, Cincinnati, UCF, and Memphis, the four probably best teams in the American. They got road, and a lot of their 50 50 games are on the road. You know, ECU is there. Um, I see them going about five and seven. I think they string it together enough wins to be a good looking team. Um, and I think in 2022, 2023, they're going to be really good. Um, you know, this team honestly wasn't half bad last year. They started out the season kind of poor. Um, you know, they lost to navy which didn't look good. They lost to Houston, SMU in overtime, lost to UCF. They started out 2 and 4, then they kind of just blew up. Uh beat the Living Daylights at a Temple, beat ECU, beat Army which was incredibly surprising, took Tulsa down to the wire and they needed like two miracles to win and they beat Memphis, uh, which was a huge win for them. Finished 5 or 4 and 1 in the regular season. I see a lot of promise for this team while their record's going to be worse, they're going to be a better team. And I fully, fully believe that. Coming in sixth place, I think ECU uh, is definitely showing some promise. Um, Their recruiting class isn't the greatest. They're eighth in the American, but they're pretty high up in returning production. They're second in the American, uh, only behind Cincinnati, and 48th in the nation, which is 22 ranks above the next team up, being Houston, And this team, while only having three wins last year, was a lot better than I expected them to be. ECU, you know, the days of them being ranked and beating the Living Daylights of, what was it, Virginia, I think, a couple years ago, those seemed gone um, to me. But they finished off the season with a huge, just brutal beatdown of SMU, which I don't think anyone saw coming. Um, You know, despite starting the season one and six, they finished with two games. Um, in the win column, they played Tulsa really close and probably should have beaten Tulsa. They had a lot of one-score games, um, you know, Navy, Tulsa. And I think that they're going to take a step up this year. Uh, I see them going about 5-7 and seven as well, getting the tiebreaker over Tulane. I know I don't talk about specific games much, but I think they will beat Tulane. So, I mean, you know, I think they have a shot kind of like Tulane. And you see your USF to some degree, they're gonna build a future uh, and become a contender in the conference in a couple years. Then in fifth place, I think is gonna be Tulsa. Tulsa, I think, is going to take a pretty steep drop off um, after losing their star linebacker. Um, and, you know, they're not high in returning production. They're, I think, last or second to last in returning production. They're last, uh, 11th the American. As far as returning production goes, um, they're 109 in the nation, third to last in the American. But I don't think they're going to let themselves fall apart completely. Um, I see them going about seven and five um, on paper. Looking right away, their schedule may not look the greatest with Oklahoma State on there, but I do think Oklahoma State's going to take a heavy drop off this year. I don't see Oklahoma State being very good, um, but you know they got Ohio State, they got Arkansas State, who Okay, Arkansas State's going to be scary good. I'm kind of scared of them. I just, yeah. Um, but I see them going about 7-5. and five. I think they can string together a couple good wins and turn it into a pretty decent season. Now, this is kind of where we break into the elite section of the American, the top four teams. And coming in fourth place, I think Memphis uh, is going to be great. Um, Memphis was... A little bit disappointing last year depending on who you ask but that was kind of to be expected as they had a new head coach they went eight and three uh their first two losses you know smu cincinnati okay fair and then they lost to tulane which was weird but they picked up some pretty good wins along the way you know um ucf was a huge win, first time beating them ever arkansas state who at the beginning of the season looked really good and again, they have an amazing recruiting class coming in only, or they're second in the American, only second to Cincinnati. And they're mediocre as far as returning production goes. Um, they do lose a couple key players. Um, and I think it's gonna take a little bit to get into the groove of things, but they have a pretty nice um, a pretty nice ease into the season. They got Nichols first off, at Arkansas State, which could be tough. Mississippi State, who I don't know how they're going to be. I don't think they're going to be great. Then they got UTSA, which is going to be tough. Um, but I think they have enough in the tank to win. I see them going about 9-3. And, um, and I really think the only teams they're going to lose to are the teams above them um, in the American Conference and maybe one other here or there. So watch out for Memphis. This is going to be a fun team. Coming in third place in the American is UCF, UCF is going to be scary this year, and the only reason I don't have them finishing number one in the American is because of the two teams above them are going to be even scarier than them, okay, first off, you know, Gus Malzahn, that, you know, he's, he's our coach now, that's, that's a thing that has happened, Um, that, that exists, this is the world we live in, I'm excited, I cannot wait, Big Cat Bryant transferred there, Which, you know, they kind of need a defense because they didn't have one last year. You know, number one offense in the nation, arguably, and lost like four games because, you know, if they played a team with a competent offense, like, I don't know, Memphis or BYU, they got beaten to hell. Um, Dylan Gabriel's a beast at quarterback. Probably the, arguably the best quarterback in the nation. I don't want to say probably because I'm going to get yelled at if I say that. But, I mean, I see them, again, kind of like Memphis, only losing to the teams above them. I see about ten and two. Uh, they're going to beat some good teams. I think they'll knock out, you know, Memphis, who's going to be nine and three. Um, and they they have a huge game against Boise State. They got a huge game on the road against Louisville. I'm really excited to see how this team does. This is going to be a fun team to watch. Again, I see about ten and two, and just barely missing the American Championship game. Coming in at second place, I think, is SMU. Now, the thing about SMU that's kind of deceiving is they're really bad with returning production. There are 113 in the nation. But the thing is, I don't think that matters because they're going to have Grant Calcaterra and Tanner Mordecai coming in for them, okay? Tanner Mordecai was the former quarterback at Oklahoma and kind of pulled Oklahoma out of the grave in the Red River rivalry before they kind of put um, Spencer Rattler back in and said, okay, now you can take the reins and Grant Calcaterra is one of the best, if not the best tight ends in the nation and decided to go from Oklahoma to I think Auburn to here and SMU is going to be fun. Um, the recruiting class is solid third in the American and their schedule is not bad. It's really not. They got a tough game against TCU on the road um, but the rest of their non-conference schedule is a cakewalk. Abilene, Christian, North Texas, Louisiana Tech. May, Louisiana Tech's, okay, they're mediocre. Um, I think they'll have a good record. I think they're going to be way below the American. We already covered the conference USA. I'm going off on a tangent. They do have a back-to-back-to-back games against Memphis, UCF, and Cincinnati, which I think will be tough. But I think they're strong enough to get through that. And this team is this is going to be one of the most electric offenses in the nation. And I think I think Shane Bouchelle is coming back because you know why not? Because he's going to be there forever. He, he's going to play football forever. He's never going to leave. He's next Hunter bro. I'm going off on a rant. Number one is a no-brainer. It's it's easy. It's going to be Cincinnati. Okay. Last year, Cincinnati team was amazing. They arguably should have made the playoffs. They are number one in every category in the American. They are number one in being, you know, the reigning champion, best recruiting class, best returning production, one of the easier schedules. They, and, okay, you know what, looking at that, um, scratch that, their schedule's not easy. I lied to you. I apologize. But, this team's got a chance to make some noise. They got Indiana on the road, they got Notre Dame on the road, the, and, yeah. They have UCF. They have SMU. They do avoid Memphis, which is nice. Um, They have Miami, Ohio at home, which could be a sneaky, tough game. But, I mean, the way this team has operated, they did fall apart kind of in that Georgia game. But outside of 30 minutes last year, they they were unstoppable, completely unstoppable. And I see that continue. I don't, I'm going to say it, I don't see them losing a game. I know they have Notre Dame, Notre Dame's gonna be down, they lose Ian Book, they lose a decent bit. Indiana, uh, Indiana's gonna be good, but the thing is, Cincinnati's better, that's that's, that's, that's it. Cincinnati's better, that's all it is. And I think that Cincinnati is just gonna unload on everyone and be one of the best group of five teams to ever graze the face of the earth. Um, and will prove to the committee that the playoff needs to be expanded. So yeah, um, if you didn't figure it out by that mini rant I just had, um, the American Championship, based on these numbers, is going to be Cincinnati versus SMU, and I think that Cincinnati will win the American soundly. I really don't see much of a threat to them. Um, and yeah, um, those are my American Conference picks. I think Cincinnati is going to be amazing this year. Um, And I think this entire conference from top to bottom is loaded. I really think that outside of USF, Navy, and Temple, despite records, all of these teams are going to be good to some degree. And I'm excited to watch this season. So watch out, because while they may not have the title, this is a Power 5 conference. So with that, I'm your host, Jeffrey Calhoun, recording as always from the Center of College Football, signing out.